Welcome to Breaking Business Barriers, where we believe that choosing to go all in is the only way to create true freedom in your business and life. Now join your hosts, Brent Duhane, Dr. Joseph Kay, and Brandon Straza, as they talk to industry leaders, veteran CEOs, and cutting edge entrepreneurs about the tough decisions they made on their way to success. This is Breaking Business Barriers. Welcome to the Monday edition of Breaking Business Barriers. I am your co-host, Brandon Strauss, The Real Naked Agent, along with... Dr. Joseph Case And Brent Duhane. And today on the Monday edition, we are going to go over our entrepreneurial topic as well as introducing our guest that's coming out on Wednesday. But let's just hit it off right now. The 50th celebration of the Apollo 11 mission just happened. And I saw an article from Steve Sims on this, and I had to forward what we're about to talk to to him. Lego, yes, that's the one that makes those beautiful blocks for our children and so many other things, surveyed 3,000 children in the U.S., China, and the U.K. about space. The results could be just a little bit shocking for you, or unsettling as they put in there, that 3 in 10 American and British children said they aspired to be YouTubers or vloggers, that's vlogger with a V, not blogger with a B. Um, and only 11% uh, had an aspiration to um, become an astronaut. Now, in China, on the flip side, 56% stated that they wanted to be an astronaut, which I thought was super surprising. I didn't think I'd see it that high. I'm going to go straight to Joseph because academia, mm. entrepreneurialism, <laughs> let's get into it. Let's go, people. Yeah, I guess, you know, in, in a lot of ways, I'm not uh, terribly surprised because uh, you, you do often hear about the, the attention with which China pays to its academics versus maybe the lax attitude we have towards ours. Um, there also might be some weirdness there. I don't know how available the internet is in China. Huge parts of China are rural. Some parts of it, the internet is throttled or, or uh, otherwise restricted. Um, but no matter how you look at it, 50 years ago, probably 100 out of 100 kids in the U.S. wanted to be an astronaut. And today it's very few. And that's sad because it's the future of, of humanity is the stars and and. That sucks. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm going to sit there before we hear from Brent on this. I'm going to challenge you on this, though. Yeah. Being a vlogger mm -hmm. and, and being a YouTuber is entrepreneurial, though. So, oh, I mean, like, yeah. how do you really feel? I mean, they're, they're, we're, we're growing and building to Mars entrepreneurs. Now, I don't know what percentage of those kids actually make it as a successful one, depending right. on your definition. But how do you feel when it comes to their entrepreneurial spirit? That's pretty cool. Well, I, look, I love creators, people that create things whether it's art or business or music or, you know, whatever. So, so I do admire this. I think you could probably say that these kids are thinking uh, intelligently in the sense that that's, there's, a, there's room for a lot of vloggers and there, there's only room for so many astronauts on that ship. Uh, so maybe they're, they're thinking of it in that way. But um, gosh, and I, I almost hesitate to say this, astronauts give they're kind of like uh, firefighters or police officers or soldiers. They give a lot of themselves to better humanity or to or to further safety or civilization or something to that effect. And um, we need we need people like that. We need people that are willing to p p be pioneers. Yeah. All right, BD, it's your turn. Just go. Give give us what you got. You know, I didn't I didn't see the the other 
choices that they had to be able to uh, on this um, on this survey that they did. But sadly enough, for the United States and the UK, that this was the last choice uh, uniformly that they put. So no. out, of, out of ten choices, whatever it was, this was number ten. And um, in China, just the opposite. So you know, it's uh, you know, I think you kind of hit it hit it on the head. I'm not sure what restrictions are there per se as yeah. it, as it relates to the internet. Certainly, here the barrier of entry is next to zip, and these kids are seeing it today more so here probably than any other place in the world. Mm -hmm. And they also see it, a really really big opportunity to do certain things. But you know, along the lines, kind of where you're going with this. <clears throat> Most, most astronauts, I think all of them, are a pilot first, yes. first and foremost, very dedicated, very engineering, very technical stuff. It kind of fits what you, or what we've learned about the, you know, the Chinese education system and, and what yes. have you. You might be able to talk a little bit more on, on that being the, the man from academia here, Don. Well, I think, you know, it's, it's funny because like you look at, if I can get like a little technical here, you look at the United States and we are built on a fierce independence. Uh, and we, look, we pride ourselves on our individual freedoms and our ability to go out and stake our claim. And that's a beautiful thing about the uh, United States. China does not quite view the world that way. They, they're kind of a collectivist society. And your primary role in that society is the betterment of the state, the, the entirety of the people. And so... Whereas here, we may want to stake our claim on an individual level. Over there, they're staking their claim on the glory of the Middle Kingdom, you know, the state, you know, the, 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 with China. Uh, and so I think at a, on a fundamental level, you're comparing apples and oranges. They just see the world differently in some real fundamental ways. You know, <laughs> they, they might look at someone who is a, a freelancing entrepreneur and say, well, that's kind of selfish. And over here, we don't see it that way at all. We see that as great you know it's like a, a, a thing to be very proud of so so i'm gonna throw my two cents in here and i i'm not saying that it's a good thing a bad thing or it's it's even a problem but i think it starts in one centralized area depending on the age group because i didn't see what age group exactly mm. they chose i think it starts on the home front and i think it starts at school and what are we teaching on the home front technology youtube not going outside, not playing, not dreaming the way that we used to. Let's go back to what we have on the home front. And and was it uh, was it Steve Jobs that wouldn't allow his kids to even have an an iPhone? Right. And we to unparent we we give them the technology. So what can we expect that we're going to get out of our kids today? Now, I'm not saying that I'm winning Parent of the Year. I think we all know that. But what I am going to say is my kid's going to be going to space camp for the second time this year. He's four years old. Yeah. First time was on robotics and doing a um, coda pillar. And this time he's going for Mars. Now I can ask my four-year-old kid, I'm sure you can ask a lot of them, you know, hey, Liam, what, what order I asked him this morning uh, was Mars in? I don't remember the, what he told me, but guess what? I didn't know it. <laughs> he, he knows what it is. He rambled through. He looked at his hands and he went through. He's like, son, and he just went through it from the sun on. So I think it really starts at the home front. Now, I'm going to flip to the side of the entrepreneurial as, as I love that. I am that. And we all breathe that here. 
it doesn't bug me so much because being an entrepreneur is staking your own ground as an I sometimes mm -hmm. and growing around that. So I get that why YouTube is a place. It is a free platform where you can go out there and make a name for yourself. You don't have to set up an LLC. You don't have to set up a C Corp, S Corp, whatever. You can create your own business on a free platform just like Facebook and Instagram and so many other places if you have a product that is appealing enough. Mm -hmm. So I do see the pros and cons, but I really think I'd love to see um, what we're teaching the kids at a younger age. Are we talking about the space program? Because it has gone away from the government and it has gone to a private market, which I think allows it to have a better future. But boy, when I was growing up, I remember watching the, the teacher, and unfortunately it didn't work out so well for the, the, the space mission uh, going yeah. up. But I remember it was an important part to watch the shuttle go up it was scary as shit when it blew up and the teacher immediately turned the TV off. Right. Um, we were getting that by rabbit ears, by the way, is how we got to see that. Mm -hmm. But, like, we aren't putting it in front of our kids' faces as often anymore. And in and, and school, it's not talked about as much anymore because space exploration, in some aspects, short of Elon Musk and maybe some other places we aren't hearing about, really aren't talking about it. So I think we need to put it more in the news. We need to put it more in our kids' faces and let them know how important it really is because someday we're going to really screw up this planet probably. And oh, we yeah. might need to know other places to go in a lifetime far, far hopefully away from any of us. Yeah, it, it's it's funny. I mean, I look at like all of us have kids uh, in uh, on this show. And um, you're right. You, you do your best to kind of encourage in them um, a good healthy mix. You know, you... you I guess that's the, the dilemma of like um, uh, our society is that you, you have to be an individual. You know, America places a great deal of emphasis on the individual, um, but you also got to live in a society, right? And it's, it's a tough balance for a lot of kids. Like, like being an astronaut is in a lot of ways like being a pioneer. There aren't that many freelance astronauts, you know, it just isn't a thing. Um, you, you, I guess in the future there might be private astronauts, but even then, I don't know. It seems like you're always going to be subordinate to some larger thing. It's kind of, I got to stick in here real yeah. quick. It's kind of like an, an NBA team or an NBA league, but there's only one NBA team. Yeah. Because you're not going to have 30 teams with 10 or 15 players that are out there. You've got like one, maybe two NBA teams of people that have the potential to actually do it. So the barrier to entry is m much greater. Yeah than being a YouTube star and sensation. If that's what we put in front of them, that's what they're going to see. It has, a, it has a lot of potential for some great future entrepreneurs. At the same time, it has some problems from the standpoint of like, where's the imagination going yeah. when it comes to something like space? BD? Yeah. <clears throat> when I first read this, I thought, I was, I was disappointed in a certain degree because, you know, as we all grew up kind of in the same eras, but growing up, you would get your education, um, whether that was, you know, finished at high school and get a job or then through college, get a job. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in China, that's kind of, they, they put a lot of weight on a really, really good education system. And then I, I, I read it again and thought, you know what, kind of what you mentioned, Straz, is the fact of there's a lot of creativity on these darn phones mm -hmm. and the barrier to entry is next to none. And it can be both positive and it can also be negative. So then I, you know, I sat back and thought about it. What if I had that kind of tool or those tools in front of me when I was, you know, 10, 14 years old? Because these kids are getting phones at what, 
five, six, eight, you know, kindergarten. They know how to use them, but let's hope that they're not getting them. But they sure as heck know how they know how to use them. Right, they do. And uh, well, look at some of the people that we uh, that we hang out with in this space. You know, young, young vibrant, mm-hmm. super smart kids. And, you know, so at at the end of the day, I thought, you know what, it, creativity. You know, there's going to be a few. There's going to be a few uh, pilots out there. There's going to be a few uh, astronauts, but you know. Thumbs up to him. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Let us know your thoughts on this. It's a really interesting subject because I think it can get into a little bit of a heated discussion. Mm-hmm. But shoot us a question. Let us know your thoughts. We, I, I really want to hear what you think about this because parenting comes into it, I think. Education comes into this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're, we're going to get a lot of different sites on there. We've had some questions and some comments recently about some of the other subjects in the sporting world. Uh, let's real quick, we want to let you know on Wednesday, we've got Bashar. And Bashar is the founder and creator of Adam Alexander. The, the, the name was after his children. And he has a, a, a great story, um, a, a true story that you can learn a lot. And here's why. He was really high up in corporate America in the fashion world. And I'm talking with the, the who's who houses of fashion and clothing. And had to make a choice between family and continuing his career. And Joseph, he chose... Well, he chose his family, you know. Yeah. Um, he went with his heart. Uh, he did some head work too, but uh, it's a really great story, and and it's my favorite kind of story that we talk about on here, in that it could apply to anyone, uh, anyone. You know, if you have uh, people that you love and that you care for and depend on you, then at some point you're going to have to make decisions regarding the attention you give them and the attention you give the world. And his and Bashar's story is a great uh, narrative of that. You know, along, along with that, um, great business person. Uh, it's formed a great, great team. And he's even a better person just to sit down and visit with. I mean, just a genuine human being who really cares, looks you in the eye when he's visiting, and, and uh, can't wait for you and everyone uh, to be able to uh, tune in and listen mm-hmm. to his story. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. It really touched... Uh, uh, a central place for me as, uh, you know, I've been on a lot of journeys this year and uh, I had possibly, I hadn't possibly, I had lost my way in what I found was important. And hearing him and his success story and what had been going on on my home front, it actually really led home. So, hey, ask us a question. Reach out to us after listening to Bashar. He's a fascinating and it's, it's a story that we can all relate to and we can all, all learn from no matter what. I'm Brandon Strauss of The Real Naked Agent along with Dr. Joseph K. And Brent Duhan. We'll see you on the airwaves. You've been listening to Breaking Business Barriers. For more information, or if you have a compelling story to tell, find us on Facebook at Open Media Source.